introduce our very special guest tonight. And uh, this is Jenna, um, Jenna Bagley. She's the advocate manager at AWeber, uh, which as you know, because I've been talking about AWeber um, all week, it's a leading email service provider and the very first autoresponder, which I did not know. Jenna works closely with content creators, podcasters, social media strategists, and enthusiasts, coaches, entrepreneurs, and more. She has worked in multiple industries over her career, including restaurant, bridal, real estate, recruiting, direct sales, and with AWeber, software as a service. She has acquired a wealth of knowledge about sales, marketing, and what it means to build relationships with your target audience. Through email marketing, you can connect with your audience and drive them back to your blog or website, podcasts, and social platforms over and over again, keeping you, and this is important, top of mind. Not sure where to begin? Well, tonight you're in for a treat. Jenna Talk Strategy, how to quickly launch your email marketing and how simple it is through AWeber's email solution. She will also give you the three steps you need to take right away to get your email marketing on track and build to build and grow your business. Without further ado, welcome. Jenna Bagley. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm really excited to be here and teach you about email. Thank you. All right. Should we just jump right in? Let's jump right in. All right. Great. Can you see my screen? We cannot yet. <clears throat> Let's see. Hold on. Here it comes. All right, there it is. All right, so we are going to talk tonight about how to quickly launch your email strategy, which is super important for everyone, uh, no matter which industry you're in, um, whether you're doing this as a side hustle or it's your full-time job, uh, we're gonna talk about why email is so important. And email marketing is, amazing because it drives more conversions than any other marketing channel, according to Monetate. And the DMA says that email pays for itself 38 times over. So you really, really don't need to worry about wasting your investment or spending money because the ROI is going to be so strong with email and it essentially pays for itself. And a lot of people say to me, Jenna, I can't afford email marketing. But hopefully through this uh, this workshop, you're going to you know, decide that you can't live without and you can't afford not to do email marketing. So this is me. This is my contact information. Uh, you're more than welcome to reach out to me with any questions. There's my email. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. Um, but I'm the advocate manager for AWeber, as Bill introduced. And um, I'm really here to help you with any questions that you have about email and specifically AWeber. It's an amazingly powerfully yet simple platform to use. I'm gonna show you some examples throughout our workshop here tonight. Okay, so my number one goal tonight is to help you learn how to kill your email marketing game and get the results that you are hoping to get in your business. And hopefully um, you'll have some questions that I can answer uh, if there's anything you're confused about, let me know, um, shout it out. You can always reach out to me after the workshop as well. And I want to be real and transparent with you. I'm sure a lot of webinars or workshops that you've been through, there's 
uh, a really long surprise pitch at the end. Um, I'm not going to give you any surprises. We are going to talk a little bit about Aweber and how you can use it uh, to implement the strategies that I'm going to share with you tonight. Um, so just in full transparency, here's your offer. It's a free 30-day trial of Aweber. You can go right to this, um, this link here, gig-economics.aweber.com to find out more information about Aweber. And we'll talk a little bit more at the end. Okay, so let's get right into our workshop takeaways and what you're gonna learn um, at this workshop. So first you're gonna learn how to grow your email list quickly so you can connect with a bigger audience. That's what we all wanna do at the end of the day. We wanna connect with more, more people and we wanna not only connect with them, but connect them to our product or our service. I'm gonna show you how to easily automate three emails that is going to save you tons of time on repetitive marketing tasks. Everyone likes to do things you know, effectively and efficiently, so I'm gonna show you some uh, shortcuts. And I'm gonna show you how to create engaging emails um, that your subscribers are gonna to wanna to open, click, and uh, ultimately buy. Um, and finally, I'm going to show you some examples along the way of some really successful marketers and show you some real life examples. So let's get to it. In the workshop, we're going to talk about three problems that we see within people's email strategy. So the first problem is that you have a boring sign up form or worse yet, you don't have one or you have one that's hidden. Here's an example of a boring sign up form. Sure, it's got the headline, it's got name, it's got email. It's certainly not the worst um, example that I could show you, but there's definitely room for improvement. It doesn't give people a real reason why they should sign up for the list. People are very, very cautious nowadays of who they give their email address to. Um, so you want to make sure it's compelling. Today, I'm going to show you some examples of compelling sign-up forms that are going to help you grow your list quickly. So step one in our three-step plan is going to be create a sign-up form that converts. And um, if you're chatting, let me know, do you currently have a sign-up form on your website? So here's an example of a form that's a little bit more interesting. It's offering you free content in exchange for joining their mailing list. And it also explains the benefits of joining that list. And the secret to a form that's gonna convert is a lead magnet or a freebie. So this is gonna have a massive impact on your conversion rate. Having a sign-up form that simply says, join my list is just, it's not gonna be good enough in 2020. I'm gonna give you guys a, a, a tip. People don't want to join your email list. They want to get value and they want to learn something new. So a lot of people might be saying, well, I don't have time to create a lead magnet or give away free content. And a simple way that you could do this is by providing great content that you've already created. And it doesn't have to be overly complicated. It can be um, something that you already have in your arsenal. It could be something very simple, but it provides value and it entices people to join your list. So here's an example of a lead magnet, which is 
value or free content in exchange for their email. It could be a discount on your services, a free add-on service, a blog post, an ebook, a checklist, a PDF. Um, it doesn't have to be massively complicated. So in this example, Tara's Healthy Eats, she has simply curated her top 10 most requested recipes. She's put it on a nice PDF that's easily downloadable, saves her, her audience time, and it's valuable. And your sign-up form should be easy to find. You don't want to make it hard for your visitors. If someone visits your website or your blog or your landing page or, or wherever, if they don't engage with you or they don't buy from you, you could potentially lose them forever, um, which is why it's so important that you capture their email address so that you can connect with them again and again. I'm going to show you three different sign-up forms that are going to help you grow your list quickly. So first up, we have a homepage form. So this is going to be on your homepage, your main page of your website. And in, the, in this example, it's right smack in the middle of the page. You can't miss it. She is offering a, a very short email course in exchange for an email address. Um, another example on the homepage would be here at the bottom. So instead of it being right front and center, it's at the bottom but it's still very visually appealing. It tells them what to expect, how often they're gonna get emails. Um, so you could take that approach as well. Another example would be um, a sidebar form. So this one is from the site Well Plated, and you can easily add uh, a sign-up form into your WordPress site, for example, using the Aweber for WordPress plugin. We try to make things super easy for you uh, so that is definitely an option that you would have. And we have a pop-up form. So this is something that pops up in front of the content. This one is an example from Magnolia Market, and they're an e-commerce site, and they're offering a 15% discount in exchange for the email. Now, this one, you either enter your email or you hit no thanks, but you have to do something before you get to the content. And it's going to be very easy to create a sign-up form inside Aweber. We give you tons of templates that you can add your, uh, your branding to, your colors, your logo, your personality. Um, but we also have other options. So maybe you don't have a website or you don't have a strong web presence. You can use our landing page builder. And that is going to give you a page with one clear message or one call to action. You can't navigate to all these different pages. It's going to be, you know, just that one idea. Maybe it's to sign up for your list. Maybe it's a call to action button driving somewhere else. But you could do unlimited landing pages within Aweber. It's going to automatically integrate with your email list and make it super seamless. So what happens with a landing page is that you can share that link to the page on all of your social media or your blog. Um, so take Facebook, for example. You could turn your Facebook fans and followers or your Twitter followers into email subscribers by sharing the landing page link. Very simple. So here's an example of a landing page. This one is promoting their newsletter. So you can see the sign-up form here. And... Um, like I said, it could be a call to action button to wherever you want, but it should be one message on your landing page. You don't want to distract 
your potential subscribers, you want them to complete the task that is your call to action on your page. With the landing page builder inside of Aweber, um, you don't need coding or technical skills. So a lot of people say to me, I don't, I haven't started doing email or I haven't started a landing page because I don't know how to do it. And we help you within Aweber do that. So again, you don't need to have any technical skills. It's a simple drag and drop builder where you can add your images, your logos, your text, uh, and customize. We also give you a ton of different templates where you can kind of take a jumping off point and customize it um, to your branding and your personality. As I mentioned, you don't need to have a website. So if you don't have a web presence, a landing page would be a, a great solution for you. And as I mentioned, it also seamlessly integrates with your Aweber account. So when someone completes the sign up form, it's going to go right to your email list. Um, this is going to help you grow your email list quickly. And the best part, it's free with every Aweber account. That's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, definitely. We're super excited about that. Problem number two that we see is that you don't have a welcome series, or if you do, it's, it's not great. Um, and subscribers are going to be the most engaged when they very first join your list. So you want to make sure that you are setting the tone, the expectations, and you're capitalizing on that excitement from your new subscribers. So step two in our plan is you're going to create a welcome series. And if you're doing email already, um, that's awesome. But are you doing a welcome series? Tell me in the chat if you're live um, and let me know if you have an automated welcome series already in your strategy. So if you don't know, a welcome series is it's basically an email or a group of emails that will automatically send to your subscribers when they join your list. So this is going to save you a ton of time. Um, it's going to set the tone. It's going to also set you up for long-term email enga engagement. Okay, so first you're gonna create your welcome email and it's going to be your first email that you send. Well, let me back up. It's technically gonna be the second email you send because if you're doing email marketing right, you should be sending a confirmed um, opt-in message, making sure that your subscribers do wanna hear from you. But this is, um, the first email that they're going to get when they join your list. And these are so important because we see welcome emails with the highest open rates, typically the highest click through rates. As I mentioned, your subscribers are going to be most excited when they first join your list. And here at Aweber, welcome emails have such a huge impact for us. We see open rates of above 93% and click through through rates of above 50%, which is an amazing um, open and click through rate. So what should you write in your welcome email? You might be asking. There's five key things that I'm going to suggest that you include in your welcome email. So first and foremost, if you were um, promising a lead magnet or a freebie in exchange for that email address, please make sure that you deliver that incentive right away. Email marketing is a long-term game. It's about building a relationship and building trust over time. And if you promise something and didn't deliver, you're breaking that trust from the start and it's going to be really hard to, to regain that. So make sure you include that. Number two, you want to um, ask your subscribers to whitelist. It could be something as simple as 
saying, hey, add me to your contact list. Number three, this hey, is important. Jenna, can I stop you right yeah. there? I wanted to Absolutely. add in something to number two. Um, you in your campaigns feature have uh, like a, a set of pre-made emails. Um, one of those emails already has an instructional thing on how to, that shows people how to whitelist. So you can just yes. copy and paste that or leave it as is and take the stuff out and put your own message in there. Um, but it's already made for you. So that's, that's kind of a neat feature. Yeah. And like I said, we try to do a lot of the work for you. So Phil, you're exactly right. Uh, we have great templates that we've already created messaging um, with a lot of these things in there. You just kind of plug and play your own content, your, your personalization in there as well. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I really like it. You've, you've done a lot of really cool things over the last year or so. We, we really have. We, our mission over this year is to do 90% of the work for you so that you can do the parts of the business that you really enjoy and that you, and that you went into business for. So uh, we have a lot of cool things that are happening. So stay tuned uh, on that. Cool. Uh, number three, you want to set expectations. And this is really important. You want to let your subscribers know what kind of content are you going to be, or are they going to be expecting in their inbox? How frequently are you going to be sending emails? And if you remember in the signup form, you should be sending those those uh, expectations there, but also remind them in the uh, in the welcome email. And just a quick note on um, cadence of how often that's really going to be dictated by how much content and relevant information you have to share. So if you publish content more frequently, your emails might be more frequent. If you don't publish content. Um, on a regular basis, it might be a, a little further apart. There's no you know, science exactly of how often you should email. It really depends on you, your bandwidth, and your, uh, your content. But with that being said, you want to make sure that you are setting those expectations so that they know, okay, I'm going to get an email every day or every week or every month. And make sure you stick to it. If you say, I'm going to send an email every week, and then you start sending them every day, that subscriber is getting more than they signed up for. Just like if you say, I'm going to send you an email every week and you only send one a month or every other month, that subscriber is going to start to forget about you. So be consistent in whatever cadence you select. Okay. Number four, you want to introduce yourself. You want to share about you, your mission, your why, how you can help them. Make sure you make it about them. Um, and, you know, you want to focus on what they're hoping to get out of being on your list. So, you know, asking them for content ideas is totally okay. And you're going to see an example of that in a minute. Um, you know, make sure that personality is in there, though, because they were attracted to you, your brand, your, your products, your services, and, and you. And you want to make sure that shines through. And finally, build excitement. You want to be excited to write the emails and you want them to be excited to read the emails. So make sure that you add a, a little bit of uh, excitement in there as well. Okay, so here's a great example. This email is from Ann Hanley. She writes a bi-monthly newsletter called Total Anarchy. And this is a, an awesome example of how she has covered all the bases in a really succinct and easy uh, to follow way. So first she describes the frequency of the emails and what kind of content that, you know, they're going to receive. 
Secondly, she gets people to engage. Okay. This is important. Email should be a conversation. You want people to be engaged um, and reply back to you. But she asks people to email her and say what they're hoping to get out of the newsletter. Um, third, and we kind of touched upon this, she is giving, um, she's talking about deliverability and giving instructions on how to make sure that her emails reach the primary inbox, um, which is great. And as we mentioned, we include that in our templates as well. Hmm. And um, finally, she gives her top posts at the bottom now. She's giving free value right away. This is great because when someone opens this, they know, okay, cool. Like I'm going to get something out of this email. And so she's curated her top five posts of all time. She's hyperlinked the text. So they know exactly what they're going to go to when they click on the link. You should always hyperlink your text instead of putting straight links in your emails. That's an email best practice. Another great example is from Nomadic Matt. He um, is in the travel business. He wants to get to know his readers right from the start. So you can see in the blue text, these are links. Um, he's asking, what travel destinations are you interested in? And he asks for you to select your top one. And what this does is it's going to segment um, his readers based on where they want to go. So he's not going to send information that's not relevant. When you're sending uber-targeted relevant content, you're going to get higher um, open rates, higher click-through rates. So if someone says that they're going to the Caribbean, he's not going to send information on Australia and vice versa. So your welcome email is a really great opportunity to get to know your readers and send them information that they're interested in in the future. Okay, so what else should you put in your welcome series? Well, you want to make sure that you're sharing so much great content that they never want to unsubscribe from your list. Um, a great example would be your most frequently asked questions. So be proactive and put that information right in your first email um, so that they don't have to come to you to ask questions. You've already covered it for them. And I mentioned it's really easy to create your welcome series. Um, Bill kind of alluded to this, but um, we do offer tons of free templates for lead magnets, blogs, mini courses, other welcome series. And what we've done is it's either a two or three message series. And we've already put in some um, content in there that you can personalize. It also has wait times in between the email. So it's not sending uh, right in a row, it kind of scatters it a, a couple days apart from each other. So this is a really great feature that you're going to find inside Aweber. We've kind of done almost all of the work for you. You just click one of these templates and put in your own information. Okay, problem number three. Subscribers receive emails infrequently, and when they do, they're only sales emails. So I'm, I'm here to tell you, don't be spammy, Okay. It's okay to offer your sales, offer your products, but you want to make sure that you have built that relationship. You are building that trust, as we mentioned in the beginning, and that when the timing is right, you can ask for that sale because you've done all the work. They know you, they like you, they trust you. When the timing's right or their pain point is so high that they need what you have, they're going to come back to you. They're going to go back to their inbox and they're going to say, oh, I needed this. Let me go back to my email. They're going to see you in the inbox. You're going to be top of mind. 
So remember, this is all about creating a relationship. You want to be consistent and um, you want your subscribers to remember you. So step three in our plan is you're going to send a valuable newsletter. And this is something you send on a regular basis. We've talked a little bit about cadence and how often you should send, but you want to make sure it's helpful to your audience. And email newsletters are huge right now. Um, so many profitable businesses are built around the newsletter. Um, some examples would be Morning Brew, uh, Finamize the Skim. So I want to show you an example from one of them, the Skim. And they have millions of email subscribers. And this is a daily newsletter that shares the latest news in a fun, accessible way. It's solving a few problems for their subscribers. It saves them time. They don't need to scour the internet uh, to find out what's happening. The most important news is delivered right to their inbox. It's educating subscribers on topics that are important to them. It's funny. Um, their entire business is built on this daily newsletter. They have a huge team. Um, they make most of their revenue through this daily newsletter. Another example is the Morning Brew. They have over 1 million subscribers. But I want to tell you, whether you have one subscriber or 1 million, you can implement these same tactics and strategies into your business and into your email newsletter. So we met Ann Hanley a little bit ago. Um, she's the chief content officer at Marketing Profs. In 2017, she only sent four newsletters. And she realized that she missed talking directly to her audience on a regular basis. So that's when she knew it was time to kind of take things um, with a different approach. She wanted something she was really excited about, and she wanted something that her subscribers would be excited to open. So in January 2018, she unveiled Total Anarchy, which was her newsletter. It was unlike any email she had sent before, and it gets insanely high opens and clicks. And I'm going to show you, again, some of the same strategies and tactics that she uses that you can implement. So real quick before we do that, why are newsletters so important? So it's going to keep your subscribers engaged. Regular content, consistent, they're, you're driving uh, your business back to them over and over again. You're connecting with them over and over again. It's going to drive traffic to your website or your blog, your podcast, your course, your e-commerce site, wherever you want, your social media. And it's going to help you sell your product or service. So um, both the Skim and the Morning Brew, they make most of their revenue through their newsletter and links to their own products and also sponsored affiliate products within the newsletter. And a really good email gets people's attention. If your subscribers love it, they're going to recommend it to their friends. And then those friends will subscribe and then potentially buy from you. And it's just going to grow your list and your, and your network of people. So where do I get content? You might be asking. Well, I'm here to tell you, you don't need to write 1,000 word blog posts, okay? <laughs> so everyone can clap and relax. I'm going to show you some easy ways and things that you can include in your newsletter. I want to make sure that you include any kind of content that helps your audience. Because at the end of the day, your subscribers join your list not to join and get more emails and, and, and get flooded with emails in their inbox. They join because... They wanted some sort of value or they wanted to learn something from you. So think outside the box. 
but keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate it. Anything that's valuable helps your, your customer can be included or promoted inside your email newsletter. So here's an example from Gary V. Um, he had a viral, what of his isn't viral, but he had a viral Instagram post and he simply included a screenshot in his email newsletter, added a little bit of commentary and he's driving people back to his Instagram post. Um, another example is a Q&A. So you could include some questions and answers in here. Um, so if someone asks you a question that you think would be helpful to the rest of your audience, include it in your email newsletter. That way they're getting the benefit of that information as well. Maybe they didn't even know they had that question. So super helpful. It could be as simple as a quote of the day. Everybody needs some positive vibes and, and, and thoughts nowadays. So um, include a quote or a photo with a quote, um, some inspiration. It could be what you're reading. It could be what you're watching on Netflix. It could be your favorite products. It could be, it could be anything. And you could give a little bit of a commentary or a review. Tell them why you liked it, why you didn't like it. And then ask them what they're reading or what they're watching and get them to engage back with you. Now you could do a single post newsletter. So maybe you don't create a lot of content on a regular basis. You could send a single post newsletter. This is an example from Enchanting Marketing. And this promotes um, Henneke, who's the coach, her most recent blog post. She's only promoting one blog post. Now some might have a bunch of content, um, but in this one, because she publishes less frequently, um, she takes this approach. So she tells a personal story at the beginning of the email to draw people in. She then ties it back to her blog post. So you can also use stories to write captivating email content. People are, are much more interested in stories than boring marketing or sales jargon, right? So make sure you add some stories and personality into your emails. Here's a digest newsletter. So if you have a lot more content or you have content that you publish more frequently, or you have a blog with a ton of already written content, um, you could consider sending a newsletter with links to a bunch of different things. Maybe you have a YouTube channel and you want to share one of your videos. You could also add that in here as well. So what if I don't create my own content? Well, you might be sitting here thinking like, oh gosh, like I don't create on a regular basis. So how in the world am I going to send a regular newsletter? And I want you to try curation. This is a simple way to send a newsletter quickly. And it's basically just sharing valuable content that was created by other people or things from around the web that is helpful to your customers. So remember the skim, that's exactly what they do. Almost all their content in their newsletter was created by other people outside of their organization, but it's still providing a huge service to the audience because it's finding and gathering and saving them time and, and finding all the important information that they need. Okay. So I gave you a three-step plan just to real quick, uh, summarize. Number one, you want to create a sign up form or a landing page. Number two, you want a welcome series. And number three, you want to send a valuable newsletter. 
Um, so now that I've given you that, here is the offer. You get 30 days free of AWeber with every one of our features and also 24-7 U.S.-based customer solutions that will help you uh, to get started. And you can go to gig-economics.aweber.com for more information. The um, first month is free, and then it's $19 a month after that for up to 500 subscribers. And then we also have quarterly and annual discounts as well. And one more time, that link is gig-economics.aweber.com. Uh, you can sign up for your free 30-day trial there. You can get more information there. Um, you can reach out to us with any questions. And um, at that, at this point, I'll open it up if anyone has any questions that uh, you want to ask. And it looks like uh, the link is also in the chat for you. Yeah, Jenna, can you hear me? I can, yes. Okay. That was that was great. Um, I wanted to know if you had any suggestions on, um, say, best practices um, for writing subject lines. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm going to say two things about that. Number one is make sure your subject line is relevant. I would I hate when I see those kind of like clickbait kind of subject lines. You want to make sure it's it's appealing, but you also don't want to be clever and try to trick your subscriber into opening the email message. Because remember, we talked about trust and the relationship building. So you want to make sure it's relevant to the message inside. Um, but if you have created a, a strong enough relationship over time, your subject line is not going to matter. At the end of the day, they're going to open that email because of that relationship and that trust that you've built. Um, so your, your loyal subscribers, they're going to open that email no matter what it says, but definitely try to keep it relevant. Um, short and sweet. You can include emojis. Uh, you can include their name. Um, we do have a really great blog post article on our website about subject lines. Um, so definitely check out blog.aweber.com. And uh, that blog post is there as well. But, you know, keep it simple. You don't have to be super clever. It should relate back to whatever message they're going to find inside. And, and also use your pre-header text as well. So that's another opportunity for you to get um, content into the inbox without them opening. So that's another area where you can um, include what else the email has in store. So, for example... Um, like I sent an email newsletter uh, a couple weeks ago that got a, a great open rate. It says, I thought you would like this dot, dot, dot. And then the pre-header text says, and 50% off these items. And it got a, a really great open rate. So, um, you know, over time, you're going to see your open rates begin to increase, especially if you are providing that value that we talked about over time. Okay, great. Uh, Zane, did, did you have a question? Oh, well, I just wanted to make sure that uh, that my microphone was on, and it is on. Awesome. Uh, great presentation, by the way. It does sound like you're in a tunnel, though. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, is this any better if I lean forward? Not really. Nope. Okay, I'm just going to – I'll better. figure it out. I'll, oh, it's better? Yeah. 
Okay. All right. So I just need to mash my face nice and close. <laughs> great presentation, by the way, and great follow-up. Um, I just wanted to see in your experience, was there anything that you would that you would say, okay, this is what you should definitely stay away from? Maybe something to that effect. Yeah, I mean, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but if you're constantly asking for them to do something for you, they're going to lose interest and they're going to either stop opening your emails or they're just going to unsubscribe. And unsubscribes are not a bad thing, I, I will say. Um, a lot of people get hung up on the number of subscribers that they have or um, when they get an unsubscribe, they take it personally. Um People unsubscribing is is actually okay because you want to make sure that you're sending emails to people that want to hear from you. Um, going back to something that you probably shouldn't do is send awesome. uh, is uh, add people to your email list that didn't opt in. Okay. All right, cool. So email um, marketing so is going to be my, my much more successful for you is, if you're sending to people have you that have, have you opted in, given their permission uh, for you to email them. Their, so um, Aweber, we're a permission-based platform. Based. Um, so everyone either opted in through purchasing uh, your product or service there. or by uh, you know completing a sign-up form. So um, I get a lot of questions from people saying, oh, I went to a vendor event or a conference and I got a stack of business cards. Can I add them in onto my email list? And what I'll say about that is, if the intention of them giving you their business card was to join your email list, then that's fine. But if that was not explicit, then then I would hold off from adding them to your list, maybe reaching out to them personally and saying like, hey, here's my landing page. Here's my sign up form. Here's my website. Um, so you don't want to just mass add people that that didn't sign up or aren't expecting to be on your newsletter list. Gotcha. That yeah, that's great. I'm going to be using that a ton now that uh, everything's starting to open back up and in-person in events are, are going to start becoming a thing again. Uh, I, I wish I had this six months ago, which probably was there, but I didn't know about it. So... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So the, the, the great thing about email is that it, it should work alongside your other strategies. So you don't want to put all your focus on one and not nothing else. So you can build your email subscriber list through your YouTube channel, just like you can send your subscribers back to YouTube to increase your following there. Just like maybe with Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, you can drive people to become followers on your social, and then you can take your Definitely. social followers and drive them to email. Um, so all of those things should be working together. You should have an email signup form on all of your platforms, on your website, on your landing page, on your social, like on your blog, anywhere that you're talking to your audience, you should give them a, a, a chance to sign up for your email list. And in your email list, you should give, or your email newsletter, you should give them a way to follow you on social, on YouTube, on all of those platforms. So well, it's imagine it's how huge your list would together. be by now. Um, and that's how you're <laughs> going to be most successful. And I think in um, your your templates, your especially your drag and drop ones, um, they've got like the social 
piece where you can just drop it in your newsletter and then you just configure it and you're off to the races. Yeah. So we have that element in both our email, uh, email editor, and we also have it in our landing page editor. So you just simply so, no, drag I'm, and I, drop I'm, no, the I'm a social where's, where's uh, element into there and you bill. connect just... it to your handles. Um, okay. but you can also right. share your YouTube or Vimeo, um, no, no, um, I, now, now, now links you've, uh, into your email newsletter. Now it's not going to play what's, right what's from your email. Your um, it's simply going to oh, be that, like a linked thumbnail that will take them to your YouTube. You but write, email but is I great because it can drive your subscribers in your, in anywhere you want them to go. Right, now so I'm if curious. it's social, what's, you have those what, icons at the bottom. If it's YouTube or Vimeo, you can add that element right into your email newsletter and it links right to your YouTube or Vimeo hosted video. And if you're a podcaster, um, we have a great mobile app where you can actually share your podcast um, through our mobile app and it will play the uh, podcast right through the email. So that's a really cool feature. Oh, you'll have to tell me more about that. Yeah, definitely uh, send me an email and I'll, I'll yeah, and send so, you some information. Jenna and I will have a conversation and then I'll share it with you guys. Because that, that's pretty cool. I, I had no idea. Mm -hmm. Get closer. Get closer. Well, I, th I think Jenna said you could uh, set it up so that your podcast plays through the email you send. Did I get mm -hmm. that right? Yes, you can do that through our mobile app. So we have three mobile apps. One is a stats app where you can basically see your open rates and your click-through rates um, of your most recently sent broadcasts. We have an Atom app, which is essentially like your sign-up form on your tablet or your smartphone. So if you're doing uh, in-person events, uh, instead of them writing down or scribbling their information, they can go right on the smartphone and put in their email address. It goes right to your email list. All right, Bill. Now, this is the kind of stuff even, that I was talking that's about good. before. Yeah, you can of, even create like, a tag traditional that says, marketing, so say I'm email at, marketing um, stuff. But at an in-person event, and we'll just call it, you know, Convention A. So about. I can even add and a tag that says Convention A, and I know that's where I met them, and I can create just an automatic campaign or welcome series that says, hey, it's so great meeting you at Convention A, and, you know, whatever other information you want to include. But you can do that right from our Adam app, and then our third app is our Curate app, and that's where you can send newsletters in minutes on your phone, and you're basically just curating from that Jenna all over was just the talking web. about. So maybe you want to add a, a Pinterest so much pin, time, or you want to add your podcast, this is or a blog post. You like literally like drop and drag it it's into just the a little, app, you know, can't and you see can the build yourself the trees because, a, uh, hey, it's email a campaign marketing. It's been around forever, right from your phone. I use that one all the time. Like when I would pick up my kids from car line, I'd be in the car and I'd be like, "Oh, I need to send a newsletter," and I could do it in two minutes. So those three apps are really powerful and awesome. So definitely check those out as well. They're all included with every AWeber account. 
Yep. Yep. No, no, that, that that's great. I mean, I I did meetups for like ten years, and I didn't know that app existed. And that would have been nice. I would have had you know a few, probably a few thousand people added to my list just from that alone. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah, and that's something I hear all the time from people who are finally doing email marketing and they say like, I wish I did this sooner. Why didn't I do this sooner? And so once they get it going, it's it's like it was a no brainer. And no, that's and, the, the, this know, is just like actually you're saying, I wish I had done this sooner. Like specifically so talk well, about don't be one of those people. Start today. today. <laughs> and if you honestly, are like, already doing we can email all marketing, talk but you're about, not doing like, a welcome series, all the money you're we not could have doing made. a regular well, newsletter. All right, we're Hopefully here you take now. This, uh, Bill, you tell me right now. What do you think you said in your email marketing? You will see success. Just pick any one of those websites and start at the I am the poster child. For at the year the 2004, picked any website in email marketing. Say, okay, for had I really started long email time, marketing like an embarrassingly long time? What do you think your business? I started like building websites in 1996. here, and, and awesome email in around 2001, I got into you know kind of the e-commerce in its infancy, and then in 2004, I got into blogging, and it wasn't until about 2008 until I started doing email marketing. So that was 12 years gone by. Um, oh, I know. <laughs> the, the, the only saving grace I have is is I was in like a lot of different niches. So I, I, I didn't, the list wouldn't have been that big, but there would have been a lot of them. Um, and subscribers, right? Yeah. 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 That was one of the first discussions we had, which is this, why this is one of the first episodes that we're having. We already know, Jenna knows, this is important. If you're not marketing with email, you need to start marketing with email. You know, from from the person that's talking to you now, but then if you're watching this video later, yeah, Facebook, you should be. Doing oh, I I period. think I could be. You know, I mean, we all we all heard the stat, and Jenna probably doesn't want to jump on board because it it sounds like an income claim, but you know, the the rule of thumb is a dollar a month per subscriber. That's the rule of thumb, and, it, and it's it's a broad stroke, and it's it's more for some people, and it's less for others. But if you were just to take a dollar per subscriber per month, 
I could probably, I mean, I could legitimately have a few hundred thousand subscribers on one business. And that's not even really pushing it hard. That's just, here's, here, here's my email form, fill it out. And if one in 10 or even 20 filled it out and signed up, the list would be huge. It would be way huge. Yeah, and it, it's really, to me, besides your website, it's the only thing you own. Like, you don't own your YouTube subscribers. You don't own your Facebook group members. You don't own anything. Like, if you're a brick and mortar and you're not doing email, um, your only saving grace really is that you have a database of people who have bought from you. And you could easily turn that into an email subscriber list. However, if you're not, if you're a digital marketer and, and man, the marketplaces don't even, sometimes they don't even give you the, the, the names of your customers. And if you're an affiliate marketer, you'll never get the names of your, of the people who buy from you or through you, unless you are a little creative and you build like bridge pages and stuff like that with an email, you know, an email signup form on them. Um, but you know, you can export your list from Aweber if for whatever reason you wanted to leave or whatever, you can take that anywhere else. And you could do that with, with most of the other email service providers that I know you can bring it. And I know Aweber is, is making it very easy for people to switch from other email service providers to them. They will do a lot of this stuff, all of, all of the migrations for you and, and correct me if I'm speaking out of turn here. They'll do all those, a lot of that migration stuff for you. Yeah, no, I was, I'm glad you brought that up. I was just about to say that if you are currently using another platform, we will migrate you over to Aweber for free. So that means that we'll import your subscribers. We'll build out your signup forms. We'll build out your landing pages. If you have one, we will create your campaigns, which is your automated series. Um, so yeah, there's really no reason not to come over to Aweber um, because we make it super easy. Mission is to make sure that we are um, offering you a powerfully simple platform. We want to take the complication out of it, and uh, that means helping you migrate over as well. So um, we have an amazing, when I tell you truly amazing customer solutions department. They are so dedicated. They are so patient and they're so smart and they're just here to help you. Everyone at Aweber, our whole goal is to help you grow your business and to connect or help you connect with more people. So um, I can't say enough great things about it. I use Aweber personally for myself with my own side gig. Um, and, you know, I just want to say that, um, you know, there are a lot of cool things that you can do with, with email. And if you're not doing email, I want you to first focus on those three things that I told you. But as you get more comfortable with it, there are super cool things you can do 
with um, sequences and automations and tagging and uh, split testing. You know, you asked about uh, subject lines and you can split test your subject line and a ton of other things, but yeah. you know, maybe you figure out like, Hey, this subject line resonated more than this one. And then you want to start doing more of what works and stop doing less of what's not working. And so there's a lot of really awesome features and tools that we have. Um, so definitely go to that link that we provided to get more information. You can sign up for your free trial risk-free. Um, so yeah, and, and we're here as a resource. I'm here. Please let us know if you have any questions. Yeah, so I, I just want to second uh, what Jenna said about the customer service at Aweber. And, and I'm, you know, obviously we have an, a, an affiliate link here, but I've been using them since 2008. Um, I love them. I've had nothing but good experiences with them. Um, you know, I don't spam people and I don't get on their bad side so you gotta you gotta you gotta take that into consideration because they are a platform too and they're responsible for you know deliverability for everybody else so if if they have a bad apple they're gonna they're gonna address it but having said that anytime i've had any kind of issues whatsoever and most of the time it's like a technical question like how do i do this or you know uh you know there's a million different things you can different issues you can run into. They've always been great. And now that they're, and I, I, I now that they're 24 seven chat, um, you know, oftentimes I'm working in the middle of the night and I have a question and I can get it answered. So that that's incredible. You don't get that from a lot of places. No, that's definitely something that sets us apart and is a big differentiator for us. Um, yeah. and, all of our customer solutions team members are all we're all based out of pennsylvania um so uh you know we recognize a lot of people um are small businesses and entrepreneurs and, and doing this on the side right maybe it's a side hustle or a side gig we're we're not working normal nine to five shifts right and so when you have a question you want to answer it right away you don't want to have to wait you don't want to have to wait till you know, Monday, if it's, if it's the weekend, uh, we want to help you get the answer right away so that you can continue to connect with your audiences and, and do the thing that you love to do. So, um, that is definitely a game changer for a lot of people. Um, not saying you need customer solution 24 seven, but when you have a question or you need advice, uh, you know, that we're here for you and that you can reach out to us at any time. Yeah. I mean, I, I've had other, you know, companies that that kind of you know are software as a service kind of companies where yeah i mean their customer service is great but it's not timely meaning you send an email 24 hours later they might get back to you and then you respond right away and 24 hours later you get a response and it's that back and forth email stuff that just drives people absolutely insane you lose you three or four days by the time you get a resolution What's that? Yeah. So you lose three or four days by the time you can get a resolution to something sometimes. Yeah. And, and I'm not, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not an impatient person, but that kind of stuff drives me batty. And um, when, when there's a company that you can, that you know, you can call or whatever and, and get it resolved probably on the first touch, you know, that's a breath of fresh air. And that, 
that just makes me that that makes the whole email marketing piece of of the business kind of not be a problem anymore. It's not a concern. It's just you know. I do what I do. I, I write my emails. I create campaigns, that kind of thing. I don't have to worry about, you know, not getting support or something going haywire. Um, and if it does go haywire, which gosh, knock on wood, don't think it ever has, but if it did, I know I could reach out and, and get resolution. So, you know, I base a lot of my, um, you know, you may, you may ask why I've been with them 12 years when competitors have come, you know, with supposedly better features and, and whatnot, it's because they don't fail me. That's really what it is. They don't fail me. They give me what I need and they don't fail me. Uh, well, no, I, I just wanted to jump in because uh, uh, apparently my video froze, but uh, now, now we're good. Uh, hard to hear better now. Hard to okay, hear. I'm going to mute because the recording of not me yeah. is sounding really good. A little. <laughs> okay. So, Jenna, I've got a question. Sure. Uh, I've seen uh, other marketers in their email lists, um, and I, I presume that, that it's in order to try to keep um, open rates high. Um, is it right at the top of, the, of most of the emails they send, they tend to encourage um, their subscribers to unsubscribe? Um, you know, obviously, it's uh, if you don't want to be here, please click the unsubscribe button at the bottom, um, that type of thing. What's your stance on um, specifically seeking the unsubscribe? Is that a, a good thing to do in order to help keep your, your open rates high and keep people on your list that want to be there? Or is that something you would steer clear of? Uh, so you have to give them an option to unsubscribe. Yeah, um, I, I just mean specifically calling out. Um, recommending people to unsubscribe. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's really a personal choice. Um, as long as th there is an option to unsubscribe, I don't think you need to call it out. But again, you also want to make sure that you are sending to the people that want to or continue to want to hear from you. So um, what I would suggest is I don't know that I would send that to every single person. I might create a segment of people who haven't engaged with me or haven't opened an email in maybe six months. And I would send them a targeted like reactivation email um, saying, hey, do you still want to hear from me? Here's the content that you'll be uh, receiving from me. If this it doesn't interest you or no longer interests you, click unsubscribe. Um, it's okay to get unsubscribers. It's okay to clean your list and, um, kind of, uh, tidy up the people. It's not how many people you have on your list. It's how engaged they are. So, um, yeah, I would send a, a very relevant message to the people who are not engaging with you or not active with you, kind of send them a one last email to say like, Hey, do you want to hear from me? Um, here's all the stuff you're missing if you unsubscribe and then, you know, handle it that way. Okay. So I guess but that I, brings us to, to the question of email segmentation then. Um, mm -hmm. are, are there some key specific email segments 
that you strongly suggest be set up right from the beginning that, that you, you just know every campaign that ever sends is going to benefit from certain segmentation? I mean, that's really going to depend on your business and your audience. And like, so if you have two, like if you have two different things going on, so maybe you send a list on um, this product, but then you also have a coaching series, you know, it might not go to the same, same people. So um, you could add tags and you could add tags based on products that they like. So if you have someone that's bought, let, let's just take a clothing company, for example. So say you have someone that's bought um, a blue shirt, right? And you could tag them with blue and send them anything that has blue in it because you know that they might like that, right? They've already purchased something blue. So chances are they might like something else blue. And that's a very simple example. But um, I think there's a lot know, of power just in that simplicity, though. Getting getting your messages in front of people that are more likely to want the specific message you're sending is always been a staple. Yeah, and I'll go back to the example that I showed you in the workshop where Nomadic Matt, he's not going to send you information on Asia if you want to go to Hawaii. Or if you're looking to go to New Zealand, he's not going to send you information on um, you know, England. So just making sure that you're sending information that's super relevant to them. Um, another example, and I'm going to go back to clothing, is you know if someone likes like wears like dressier, maybe they're more career um, style women. You're not going to send them information necessarily on like workout gear. Um, just like if someone is into workout gear, you might not send them the dresses. So. While in your newsletter, you could send them, you know, all that information kind of like as a blanket email, you'd want to follow up with like really specific messaging. So um, I'm trying to think of another example, but the more relevant you can be and the more targeted you can be, the better your open rates are. So say you have people on your list and you know that they've bought from you before, you can tag them as customer. And then you can send them a message like, like I just did one. Thank you so much for being a loyal customer. This is my mission. You know, let me know how I can help you in any future, future purchases or tell a friend, right? But then I can also send an, a message to anyone that does not have that customer tag. They've never purchased from me. And I can send them a message saying, you know, um, Hey, I want to offer you a $25 coupon to use towards your very first purchase. Let me help you find something that you're going to love. Okay. So obviously I'm not going to send that, that coupon message to people who are already buying from me, right? Cause it's for your first purchase only. So by using tags and using segments, I can send relevant uh, emails to them. So what I would like to do, if, if, if this is something you'd be interested in doing, Jenna, is a month or two down the road um dig a little deeper into into the campaigns um because that's sure. something that i i think there's a lot of power there but with power there comes <laughs> the, uh you know issues with screwing things up um but i think i think it's a very powerful feature um that mm -hmm. you could take advantage of that that really gets to what you're talking about um, and, and helps you to segment, you know, who is receiving the messages because most of us, be honest, 
we send out one email to everybody. And um, that's probably not the most effective thing in the world because you you will see that your open rates are pretty low. Um, and it's all relative. I mean, one person's open rates may be 40% and they think that's low. And whereas somebody else might say, well, you know, 5% is my open rate and that's pretty low. Um, but it depends on how warm your audience is too. But that really uh, goes to what you said at the very beginning, which is, you know, um, be very specific and, and about, about what you're going to give as far as expectations go. And mm-hmm. if you offer an incentive, make sure you deliver that. Um, and then keep people engaged. What happens is a lot of times, you know, you'll get somebody on your list, right? And you'll send them a welcome email. And then maybe a month or two later, you send, send out another email. And that's what a lot of people do. And, and those people, you know, I'm guilty of that on the other side where I'm the subscriber I'll sign up for something. I'll get a couple emails, like maybe maybe even three or four, and then I don't hear from you for a month. Or what really peeves a lot of people, <laughs> I only hear you. I only hear from you when you have something to offer, like something to sell. Exactly. And that's don't be that person. <laughs> this 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 is you know I. I I'm looking at my bookshelf right now. I think it I think it was Seth Godin who who coined the term permission marketing. That's what email marketing is. Mm-hmm. Somebody gave you now it may not seem like a lot. They gave you their email address and maybe their name um, in return for something of value. The value doesn't have to just be the incentive, you know, the freebie, the lead magnet, although those are very important. Um, what they really wanted from you was your expertise, your knowledge, sharing information. And, you know, nobody's going to sign up for your newsletter with the expectation that they're not going to learn anything from you. I mean, I don't think people do that. So, no. and, and I can't tell you how many times I've signed up for new, for people's email lists that not only did I not get the lead magnet, did I not only get a welcome email, I never got an email from them ever. And yeah. so that is is not in a, a place where you want to be. You no. you want to make sure that you're collecting email addresses and that you are, um, you know, communicating with them because they're gonna. If you do eventually send an email, maybe six months down the line, that's gonna be. I don't know who this person is. I don't remember them. Unsubscribe. So um, that's a lost opportunity. So make sure that you. Um, deliver your incentive, please, please, please make sure that you send that welcome email and that you're sending on a regular basis so that they don't forget about you. Yeah. And, and you said it, I think at the, at the beginning, um, top of mind, you know, that's, that's kind of the most critical thing in any business is as a business owner, you have a unique opportunity to, to, present, you know, yourself in the best light. However, you're usually not the only one in your niche or industry or, or what have you. And the only way that you can stay top of mind, well, I shouldn't say the only way, but a way to stay top of mind is to continuously be in front of people, be on top of literally be, be out there all the time. Um, and a lot of people just, they get lazy. 
I think that's what this boils down to. They get lazy. Yeah. And you can, you can set it up so that it does it for you. I mean, you don't have to spend hours and hours and hours doing email marketing, you know, use the autoresponders, use the campaigns. Um, it's yeah. going to save you so much time. And I'm sure we can all think of examples. If we were to open up our emails, um, you know, of, of times where you needed something and you open your inbox and you were like, there it is. And you made the purchase right there. Like, uh, like my son, he's six years old, skinned both of his knees, jeans, like holes in his knees, like all of his pants have holes in him because he's rough and tumble. Right. And I was saying to my husband, like, oh my gosh, like this kid needs clothes. Got my phone, went to my email and I was like, oh, Carter's here's a coupon, like done place an order right then and there. So that's a great example of how, when the timing was right, the need was high. Um, I went back to my email and went right to it and yeah. made a purchase and done. Yeah. Very easy. Make it easy for your subscribers. It comes down to, you've got to show up. If you're not showing up, you're not getting seen. Yeah, and and exactly. spe speaking of the, the campaigns and the autoresponders, the follow-up messages, whatever, whatever you want to, term them one of one of my most successful email series that i that i wrote and i wouldn't recommend this to everybody or to anybody because it was hard but you only had to do it once and i and i'm still getting subscribers from it and still getting you know engagement many years ago i created a a series of emails and they had corresponding blog posts i only really had to write the thing once you know each one because it was virtually, uh, in essence, a copy of, of one was a copy of the other. But um, I created a series of 101 email tips. You know, and, and, and I, I know there were there were dozens and dozens and dozens of people who went through the whole series. <laughs> they didn't That's just awesome. stop at, at number two or six or ten. You know, I've had people who said, you know, that number 11 was pretty good, but number 97 was really cool. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's, That's it's pretty awesome when it happens, but you write that once and you don't, and, and I mean, if you sent that out is every my, day, one a day, microphone still years. horrible. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've great. Great examples of people do like little oh, mini no. challenges or like 30 day it, challenge just, and you're signing up and every okay. day they're getting an email in their inbox with, with a very simple challenge or maybe it's a seven day course. Um, so those things, you know, there's a little bit more uh, investment up front in, in terms of time, but that's going to pay off crazy. Yep. Makes sense. No, it's good. Well, now it's bad again. <laughs> yeah. so one other thing that I wanted to mention is, um, you know, you had said something about your blog and we have this really cool feature called the uh, blog broadcast. Yep. And um, if you write a blog, definitely try this uh, because you can kind of set it and forget it that every time it like pulls right from your RSS feed, every, every one blog or three blog or however many you want to set. Um, it will automatically email your list when no. you publish. Okay. So did, say you I, want to I set it to one thing blog post. Just so every cheeky. time if, you if publish, heard, right? an email goes out. You don't have to do anything. Okay, so 
um, with the if link it that echo? drives it back to your blog. Or maybe you say like every every okay. three times right. I then publish, send an email, and it'll send all three you basically have to look at my nostrils, the, but there's a point so to this. That's a huge right. time saver I'm too. A big so if you're guy, publishing um, on your so blog what or I'm saying um, is you know, you don't um, even have uh, to write a separate Kellen email, it's gonna be done for you. So check out the blog broadcast next week. I think that we should bring something to the table of like, okay. Jenna has some cool bonus stuff. Let's the three of us talk about some stuff of like, Echo okay, on. here's a bonus that we can work on that if you it's buy through when you our get link, close. you know, it sort of sweetens the pot since we've been here for now an hour and 15 minutes. You see what I'm saying? Like, let's take the end of the webinar and be like, all right, let's turn the screws on ourselves. This is the bonus we're going to bring to the table. We haven't come up with it yet, but that's the magic of webinars. We'll have something by next week. And if if it's just me, I will commit to something for next week. Like, hey, here's 150 emails that you can send automatically just because you're buying through our link, plus the cool stuff that Jenna's giving. All right. <laughs> yeah no and, we'll do that now jenna i have to ask because you mentioned something that that brings us slightly off topic but not entirely off topic because uh we're in gig economics and this is kind of what we do here um i heard you mention you have a side hustle did i did i hear that right tell us about it i do yes <laughs> Well, you know what? I would say check me out on Instagram and uh, you guys can find that out for yourself. I'm here representing Aweber. So uh, yeah, I don't want to get too off topic, but definitely find me on LinkedIn or Instagram and we can connect outside of this. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean, obviously we think everybody should have one, um, even if you're happily maybe even especially if you're happily employed because it's 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 a separation from the thing you have to do um and the versus the thing that makes you happy and sometimes your job makes you happy often it does but it's a different kind of happy <laughs> definitely so all right um any other questions good um, all right let me all right well, Jenna, I want I want to thank you for being here. Um, you were really easy to to work with, and we got this set up. And you know, I told you we had a smallish audience because we were just starting out, um, but we know that's going to grow. And we really appreciate you taking the time to, um, you know, I know what time it is where you are. It's after midnight. I we really <laughs> appreciate that. Um, you're going to sleep well tonight, hopefully. Um, <laughs> I will, yes. Um, but thank and you. I just want to say it's not the size of your audience. It's how engaged they are. So, you know, don't ever think that you're too small to start. Um, now is the time that you want to get your email in gear, get it all, all the kinks worked out, uh, you know, 
get started. It's never too soon. You want to do this as soon as possible. I couldn't agree more. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Um, Happy Friday. And we'll see you on the next show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.